Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern-day Asian-American woman. My name is Helen. I'm Janet. And I'm Mel. Hi everyone! So the three of us, we haven't seen each other for the past week. And to be honest, it feels like we haven't seen each other in a full month. We are so attached to the hip, mainly because of ABG now, but also because we like hanging out with each other. This past May has been one of the busiest for us at ABG, and immediately after all the busyness, Janet took a nice road trip through Arizona and Utah. Mel was in the Bay for one of her best friend's weddings, her first time as a bridesmaid and a maid of honor. And I've been staying local, working on renovations for my new home. And also, I got married this past May. <laughs> yeah, minor detail. Minor, minor detail. <laughs> you made a lifelong commitment this month yep. on multiple levels. You know, Miss <laughs> to Mrs. I know. <laughs> Mrs. Wang. Wang. Wu Wang. Wu Wang. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> Wu Wang clan. <laughs> So for this episode, we're going to just catch up with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we started this podcast as friends, having girl talks, and um, I know some of our episodes have been a bit more outlined and specific recently, but this one is going to be just a conversation. I'm super excited. We haven't had one of these in so long, and there's just so much to catch up on. Like, literally, when I saw Jenna this morning, I was like, I feel like I haven't seen you in like a year. But it's literally just been a, been week. a week. Yeah. <laughs> so all three of us have been saving our updates for this episode. Like, Jay, I really want to hear about your trip. I feel like mm. I, I think Helen, I knew you needed this trip so badly, you know, for your own self-care and mental health. And you're finally able to get out of your condo in downtown LA. Oh my yes. God. Yes. Change of scenery. <laughs> yes. Uh, we can't wait to give our listeners an overview of where you went on on this trip. Who you went with, and you know, if anything at all juicy happens. I want to know the juice. I love the juice. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so yes, start off with where did you go for this trip, and who did you go with? Okay, so this was, uh, God, I'm even trying to remember. You know when you come back from a trip, you've gone multiple places, and you're like, where did I just go? Yeah. (laughs) So um, I flew into Arizona to meet with the team, or with the group of people who had already started out in New Mexico. Mm. So they had already been road tripping for about two days, or three days, um, and we started out in Sedona, Sedona, Arizona, and then we went to Monument Valley, and then after that we went to Lake Powell, 
And then after Lake Powell, it was Zion National Park. And then we mm. ended in Vegas. So it was a lot of like mm. outdoor Arizona and then also Utah and kind of going back and forth. Um, and just a lot of time outdoors in nature during the day. And then at night, just being able to like cook with each other and have drinks and talk around the fireplace. Um, it was such a beautiful, beautiful trip. There's like a couple things. One is, you know, do you remember going on those like trips with your families when you're young to like national parks, like with those Chinese tour buses and it's like, oh yeah. Yeah. Right. And no, you're yeah. like, oh, <laughs> you, you've never been on one of those? I never, I don't go to national parks with my family. I, yeah. Where you get out and it's like, you get like oh, 30 minutes okay, come yeah. back in 30 exactly. minutes okay. or else the bus is taken off <laughs> without you that yeah. makes sense exactly and then you get back on the, the bus and then you just you feel like you're just like living in the bus and you go out and you're like I'm looking at some things that I don't understand right? yeah, like, yeah. Whatever. so I feel like we went to these places that I'm like I have memory I probably came here and I was like that age with my mm. family but I didn't appreciate it mm. yeah. and it's so different now going on these trips with friends where you know we would be in the car for like an hour or two and because we like rented three or four cars our group was 13 people large so there's a lot oh, of people wow. yeah. but each car would only have like between three to like six people so for an hour at a time you're in a car and these are people that we've all known each other for probably most of us like for over a decade we've traveled a lot together Mm -hmm. but you don't we don't get to talk to each other on a day-to-day right Right. so it was so nice to be able to catch up with people to figure out like how's how's work going how's your you know how are your home renovations going um who you've been dating lately you know (laughs) that kind of stuff Um, And then to get out and be able to see beautiful, beautiful views, right? And you have a different level of appreciation now when, like, especially maybe after pandemic. And for me, like Mm. you ladies said, I was like, I was like, I'm like, I feel like I'm in my, like, four by four jail cell in a downtown (laughs) apartment, right? Um, So it was just so refreshing to be able to get out and see different things. And I've learned also, like, I know, Mel, you don't like to hike, right? And I'm not like... (laughs) I'm not like a super, you know, like uh, outdoorsy person either, but there were a lot of these hikes we went on, which I feel like were just the right amount of, like it accommodated our group of people who like are maybe love to go outdoors a little bit more and like Mm. will regularly like work out and stuff. And then people who like don't necessarily, but everyone seemed to like enjoy it. Okay. You know, and it was like, I think because we were able to pick things that were like, just like the perfect amount of distance, maybe like three or four miles. um, But, but we're taking a long time to Mm. like do that, Mm. that, you know, that walk and with lots of breaks if you want to um and it was a really really good trip i don't <laughs> yeah well, i had a question so so just to give context so yeah. the group of people you went with it was like these are friends from like they're all we all met through college or like even like in, adult, in our adult life and mm-hmm. we mostly um we do like we meet up like once or twice a year for a, a big vacation trips, right yeah. and so most of our trips like you know involve like alcohol and partying but yep. this is like one where you're like you're driving for so many hours and you know each other yeah but do you think this is the right balance of like you're able to go outdoors and experience nature and also you guys i think you guys like were dancing in the hotel room or something yeah but- yeah <laughs> there is i mean t- to your point mel like some of our um our like other maybe vacations together have been like everyone flies in on a friday night into vegas and then we all get you know party a little too hard that night yeah, yeah. and then you wake up Saturday and you're like kind of getting to know each other over brunch but you're like a little hungover and yeah. then, you know and then you it's like party again and this time it was like a 10 day road trip so mm. of course we had nights of drinking you know um and getting in you know videos of of him dancing and <laughs> like of course um but you know we also had nights where it was like more chill wine and beers around the fireplace mm-hmm. and had some really like deep conversations um i think maybe part of it is also a little like a few of us are or we're all now in our 30 like well in our 30s yeah and during this period in your life people are going through some pretty like when you have a breakup now at this age it's a little different mm-hmm. right and we had multiple people on the trip who had gone through some mm. you know breakups and then also dealing dealing with other um like pretty intense
intense like work stuff, right? Mm-hmm. That you you start to face in your thirties and um, and life things like trying to figure out where to make a move or or things like that. So we actually did this like little ceremony around the fireplace where we said everyone's going to write something on a piece of paper that you want to throw into the fire um, oh, as a way to nice. like leave it here. Yeah. Like whatever it is that, that, you know, and if you want to, you can talk about it with the group. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, you can just kind of put it in the fire. That sounds like a therapy um, session. I know. It was, it was oh. very much. And um, yeah, and it was, it was like in the night over the fire pit with like the moonlight and like the red rocks around us. So wow. There was, there was a lot of it that felt, I'm like, this is very, yeah, it's like really special, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and even like in our text thread after the trip, there are people, because we've, you've now shared some really personal things like around the fire and also in each of the car rides, people like for hours, you, you do talk about stuff, yeah. right? Even if, even playing the games that we played, the games were around like sharing an experience or a story. Mm-hmm. So you were always learning more about someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we, at the end of the trip, the text thread was like, hey, if anyone ever needs to talk, like I'm here, Aww. you know, like feel free to give me a call or, or FaceTime anytime. So I was like, that's like, so special yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah. so sweet who planned yeah. all of like the games and, and things like that yeah so uh well eric did a lot of the planning as you know he's like our our head planner heads all of the mm-hmm. all the planning um he's, he's the guy on the, the chinese tour bus with the flower yeah. or the umbrella <laughs> yeah yeah yes. he's and he's also six foot five so he's right. like very easy to kind of like uh find Hot. him in yeah he has to wear like a hat a yeah. colored yeah. hat instead <laughs> yes uh, but he, you know, initiated a lot of the planning and the logistics. Um, but also there were a lot of just everyone kind of had their own different role mm. or I guess way. Like Susan was another one of our friends who um, uh, now lives in San Francisco. And this is like the first trip she's been on with the group in a really long time. Mm. And she's also very much like of a natural planner. Mm. And she she like spearheaded a lot of the like cooking. Mm. So it was like, you know, like the mom, like, like you know, um, like we would be there. And I'm just like, tell me what to do. And then yeah. she would help. And we had like an assembly line and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then uh, Tommy and Grace, who are also our friends up in up in the Bay Area, um, and a married couple, also did a lot of the um, like anytime you know noticing like do we need to pick up more things from the grocery store? Mm. So all these people who are really good at kind of like you know the logistics, and then you have the people like within each of the cars, um, and then in, in one of the cars we had like uh, you know like Porter who uh, initiated one of the games where it was like kind of like a version of Never Have I Ever, right? Mm. But we would do it around like uh, stories that. You know, I mean, usually that game might be like more sexually oriented, but we were, it was about things like um, maybe something as, as simple as like, have you ever been like suspended or something in school and like share a story about mm. that, right? So you learn a lot from people like of yeah. like how they were in high school, right? And it's kind of like fun to kind of to talk fun. about that stuff. This sounds like a very wholesome trip, but also something that was just like incredibly necessary after such a long yes. period of time being at home in the pandemic, not really having mm. human connection, especially for you too, Janet, because you're, you live by yourself at yeah. home. Yeah, so yeah. I, I'm like every, like, honestly, I was supposed to be on this trip too. And then I had to cancel like pretty last minute because of all the home renovation stuff. But every time I saw Janet's photos, I'd be like, I am so happy, like literally just so happy to see you smiling, Aww. like genuinely smiling <laughs> and just like surrounded by red rocks. You just like <laughs> look so much in your element. And yeah. I was like, yay, Janet. Aw, yeah. thank you ladies. Yeah, I think this is one of those things where like, I started to learn for myself that um, what type of, like when I need a break and what Mm -hmm. type of break is regenerative for me, right? And so I've said, like, I now kind of see every two to three months, I need some sort of like little mini getaway. Mm -hmm. And I've learned that a getaway like this is the best, most recuperative. Because like, if I had just say, taken a week off um, and stayed in my apartment, that would not have helped me, right? But being able to go out and like see new things and um, be physically challenged because the thing is when you're being physically challenged 
um, you don't have time to be like overthinking things or like wondering about things, right? So it's really good to do those types of activities that kind of engage your brain mm. and engage your body. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also just being around different people who like, who know you and you feel supported by. Mm-hmm. Like those three elements, I, I was like, okay, this is like the secret sauce of getting like a good a good um, active restoration, mm. active yeah. rest, yeah. What was your favorite place that you visited? I have two. Okay. One, um, we stayed at a place called Golding's Lodge in Arizona um, near Monument Valley. And that was the ultimate kind of like cabin experience where we had a main house and we cooked dinner and then uh, there was a fire pit at night. I just loved that. Being there for two nights was I'm like, can I just have that as a getaway? Yeah. <laughs> Second place was we went to Zion National Park and we did the Narrows. That was such a beautiful experience. Have you done the Narrows? Yes, I actually told because Eric was not going to put it on the itinerary, oh, and yeah. when I was going to go, I was like, you have to put the Narrows on. I have to go again. Yeah, so yeah. I think he was assigning between that or staying at the place before for a longer mm. period of time because the hotels were expensive by the Narrows. Oh, I see, I see. But I guess you guys ended up going. No, yeah, that yeah. was an amazing experience. Thanks for pushing that, if you. <laughs> yeah. But like, so what what the Narrows are is it's like um it's essentially a hike between two it's a canyons, gorge. Yeah. and then there's the sticks, a gorge, right? Uh, <laughs> I see those photos too. Yeah. The walking so, sticks. Yes. The walking sticks, and you're going between rocks and also in the water. Mm-hmm. So we rented, um, we purchased neoprene socks, which are kind of like the sweats or the uh, wetsuit materials. So it can get wet and it doesn't, it like dries up easily, right? And then you, we rented these shoes. I, I felt like I was like wearing like ice skates or roller skates or like in, you know, when you go into like a, a snowboarding boot, like that, like they're a thick kind of like mm. bigger boot and it goes or um, so that way you have more cush, like a support over your ankles mm-hmm. and then uh, just more like support against the water. Once again, water is like going in and out of your shoe the whole time, but it's like more breathable. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just laughing because I'm literally thinking about the shoe and I was like, I want to hear about the narrow. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was like, I don't care about the shoe, Janet. Talk about, talk about the venue. I'm like thinking about her toes, like swishing, swishing in water, like going in between her toes. Just giving all the details, right? Like, no, but maybe all the wrong details. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then you just go and it's just, you're looking at beautiful sights of, uh, it's like words don't do it justice, Mel. It's yeah. like, here's the thing. So I, I've also was invited to this trip and I yeah. said, well, I couldn't go because of the wedding. And you guys know this type of trip isn't really my, my, my cup of tea, yeah. but I would have been down for the narrows because I've seen beautiful photos. Yeah. I love water. So I was like, when I saw your guys' photos there, I was like, this is what actually I would yeah. do. Yeah. I, I was like, definitely on hikes, certain of the dry hikes, people were like, would Mel like this? I'm like, no, definitely not. But then the narrows, I was like. I think he would have loved it, although it was, like, taxing. Like, we woke up at, like, 4.50 in the morning and to get there early. Because it was also Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. And then and then it involved... Probably there was a good, like, three to four hours before you were actually starting to hike. So by then, I was also, like, a little bit sleep-deprived. And I was like, I'm, like, so... I need, like, an energy boost or something. But mm-hmm. you get a, such an endorphin lift just from, like, being in that setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then you're, you're wading through water... For, um, I think the whole thing is like a couple of miles and we only made it maybe like 30, 40% in, which is like three, three miles in, but you're doing three miles, like almost like slow-mo because you're walking through water the whole time. And sometimes the water will come up to your waist. Um, especially if you went early in the morning, it was like fucking freezing cold. Right. But then in the afternoon it was like super hot. They were like more water. (laughs) Um, and we went early enough where it wasn't super crowded, but on the way back, because you go in and you take the same trail back in. When we turned around, it was like all the people were starting to come in. So it's crazy. You see like kids who are like three years old and then you you see like grandmas in their like 50s or 60s because it's such a huge sight in the National Park that people want to go. And sometimes you're like looking at this girl in her like stilettos and her like little Louis Vuitton like purse and you're like, 
what are you doing? She's not going to make it. She's going to get in like one more miles and I have to turn around. The real question is, how wrinkly were your feet (laughs) after three miles of walking through water? What? Aren't you wondering that too? I thought about her foot because of the shoe story. I'm going to be like picturing this beautiful like canal of water and all of a sudden looking at someone's feet. I'm like, wait, what? You hate that, But that's the reality of some of the things where I was like, I feel like Mel would have loved the views. But yeah, it's actually pretty physically taxing. Like you're exhausted and your feet are, um, you know. So they are wrinkly. Super wrinkly. I mean... They were very. What do wrinkly? What do like a overexposed water appendages look like? Like <laughs> what the? F- ew. Like like you know when it gets like so soaked with water, it's like raisiny, and then also it's like white because the skin yeah. is like starting. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> were you able to like peel off? Okay, never mind. <laughs> As someone who doesn't like feet, I you, hate feet. I hate. Why feet. Is this yeah, this is an interesting question. <laughs> because I would. Because I'm so like I hate feet so much. You can't help but think about it too, right? Mm, <laughs> so it's like that's where her brain is going. If you're walking three miles in water. How imagine, was imagine being in a pool for three hours, right? I've like, been in a pool for three hours. And did you look at your feet afterwards? <laughs> yeah, but I don't talk about it. Well, my question here, here's the thing, it's weird. You did this hike before. How did your feet look? <laughs> I actually don't remember. <laughs> I'm curious about this. You guys are like wanting for the juice of like any romantic stuff, right? I mean, these are all our friends that, you know, we know. And if you're all listening... Uh. But, you know, a lot of you were single on this trip, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, guys and girls included. So, was there anything juicy that happened? No, I wish I could give you something juicy. I do. I feel like those, those type of juice, juicy stuff happens usually in Vegas. That's true. Yeah, here's here's actually this is this is a good distinction of why something like because Vegas is like you're usually those trips are short right yeah so if something happens you don't have to deal with the mm, post interaction right true. if you're on a 10-day trip with someone you're not going to hook up and then be like no i have seven days that i have to that's true, that's true. explain to people right because like true. everywhere we're going you're like staying with like a, a group of 13 people that's true but but even with that aside i felt like there was a real sense of like family. feeling like family i think and that's why it wasn't yeah <laughs> I mean, yeah, so this wasn't, look, uh, this wasn't that kind of a post-quarantine trip for me. This was very much of a, like, needing to go out, be physically challenged, um, be reminded of what community feels like with people. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what most everyone on this trip was really craving. Because for most of us, this is our first kind of post-COVID real trip. For some people, this is the first time they were on an airplane in over a year Mm -hmm. since lockdown, right? So, yeah, I think that, that, that... is kind of what this trip gave was more a sense of community and family. Love that. That just means Janet needs another trip soon. Because I mean, she got she got waxed for this trip too. I did. I, I got waxed for the narrows. For <laughs> you wearing? I saw the photos. You're wearing shorts. What's there to? Because it's more comfortable. You know what? It's so uncomfortable. It's also here. when you sometimes stretch your legs up too far when yeah, you're hiking. Yeah, like you know, oh, you can see yeah. things. You can, and someone's right underneath you. Yeah, exactly. A good, good point. I don't hike, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't wax for hiking. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> just to wrap up Jay your trip and everything like obviously when it's an amazing trip it was like yeah. the perfect amount of everything that you mentioned earlier how do you feel now though coming back so coming back from this trip I feel like one of the biggest things that I got was a sense of like being re-inspired mm. and that is a type of rejuvenation that I think I really did need um, I also think that I'm now at a point I think for all of us we're all at a pretty big point of transition another transition point in our lives and um, I feel like this trip was a bit of a closing of a book for some things and for a new chapter to start. Mm. I like that. If that I makes sense. That yeah. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. We get it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Family is the backbone of our community, and research is the backbone of healthcare. But research studies in the U.S. have rarely considered Asian American people. Asian Americans have unique health concerns, and when research doesn't include us, future health discoveries may not either. Many of us share similar diets, environments, and lifestyles, and many of us have similar genes. If we share our health information, it may help researchers address the health problems in our community and in our families. The All of Us Research Program wants to gather health information to find patterns in our health. This may show why people in our community may be more likely to get a disease than people in other communities. Here's how it works. They'll collect information such as your height, weight, health conditions, and medicines. You can sign up and participate safely from the comfort of your own home. Participants may get a $25 gift card, their personalized genetic results over time, and one of 10,000 Fitbit devices at no cost. The more people who join, the more information researchers will have and the more they will learn. Ask your friends and family to join to make a difference at joinallofus.org abg. Along with other digital brands, one thing we spend a lot of time on is social media. From ideation to execution, we like to create everything with intention. However, one part that no one sees that is super time-consuming is reformatting. I can't tell you how many times we had to redesign something because of the different dimensions. Now, with Issue, we don't have to worry about that anymore. With Issue, you create it once and distribute it everywhere. Everything is optimized to post on your website and social platforms like Instagram and Facebook. Issue is the all-in-one platform to create and distribute beautiful digital publications from brochures to magazines and more. It's perfect for creators, marketers, designers, educators, and anyone who wants to make content that stands out. Get started with Issue today for free, or if you sign up for a premium account, you will get 50% off when you go to issue.com slash podcast and use promo code ABG. That's I-S-S-U-U dot com slash podcast and use promo code ABG at checkout for your free account or 50% off your premium account. That's issue.com slash podcast with promo code ABG. Asian Boss Girl is supported by First Republic Bank. Take advantage of personalized banking on the go with the First Republic mobile app. Securely deposit checks, transfer funds, and contact your dedicated banker directly anytime, anywhere. The First Republic mobile app is your connection to customized solutions designed to meet your financial needs of any size. Manage your and your family's accounts from the convenience of your own home and with the name you can trust. The First Republic mobile app is available for download today on the App Store and Google Play. Visit firstrepublic.com to learn more. That's firstrepublic.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swathers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swathers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swathers absorbs wetness better than a leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. 
But I wasn't the only one that went on a trip over the last week. Miss Mel, you also were, um, you know, on a trip. (laughs) Tell us where you went and how it was. I was there for a wedding and Mm -hmm. it was really, it was like a very kind of like a milestone for a friendship, I would say. Mm -hmm. So just to give you guys a recap. So while, while Janet was road tripping with our friends and Helen was in LA doing her home renovations, I went back to the Bay Area for... Um, my one of my childhood best friends' wedding, and I was one of the maid of honors. So I'll start there. Um, I think Helen mentioned the intro. This is the first ever wedding I was a part of, and I was also one of the maid of honors, which is like a responsibility that I honestly never done before, and it's a lot of work. But to give you guys context, uh, I met Lindsay, who was the who was the who was the bride when I was 11 years old. Mm-hmm. So we've been friends since we were really young, and um, Lindsay as a bride very easy super chill and she's like very resourceful like and her husband's pretty organized too like they started planning their wedding during covid so they had they did have limitations um and Lindsay's the type of bride that you know she likes to manage events likes to like create all these like celebrations but she's not the type to like splurge she likes to like save money and making sure she gets more bang for her buck which she's really good at and she found like the really nice venue for like pretty affordable price it's gorgeous yeah mm. like, she told me the price i'm like what the f-? can you share where it was yeah so she got married at pole gas water temple in redwood city it's a public mm. park so you, it's open to the public on the weekdays and you can rent it on the weekends for a wedding for a mm. certain time period and then the Sarah, the reception was in downtown san jose at like outdoor area where everyone had to show their vaccination car to get in or like you know show that you know you're so you're safe yeah i guess you know as a bridesmaid for those of you who haven't been one there's a lot of you know day of it's like you're there to support the bride making sure she feels like beautiful and loved and like she has no worry um i will say it was very jam-packed but i personally for me i didn't mind because i knew this is her special day and i think some of the moments that really like moved me that i didn't expect to like be moved by was like so all of us are getting ready in the hotel room and she put on her wedding dress for the first time and the photographer is like, okay, let's have all the bridesmaids see her in her dress for the first time. And I walked in and I seen, here's the thing. I've seen photos of her in it. You know, we, she was sending yeah. me things, but seeing her there in her dress with her makeup done and her smiling. So she's so happy. Mm. I just started crying because I think it's just, it's a different experience where like, this is someone I knew since I was 10 years old. And we talked about, you know, what is it, what is it going to be like on our wedding day when we finally find the person? How is our wedding going to be like? And I've been with, we've been with each other since our first boyfriends and all these things. So to see her finally find someone she really loves and wants to make that commitment with, I just feel like all these flashbacks of her yeah. just mm. kind of play in my mind and seeing her as a 10-year-old girl. Mm. And I was like, here you are standing as a woman getting married. Yeah. That was, for me, that was, I was like, oh shit. Like, I just kind of like, I was like, oh my god, I didn't want to cry right now. Aww. And then Vicky, who's other the other co-maid of honor, knew Lindsay since she was five. Mm. So like, I think both of us were like kind of crying. Yeah, yeah. And then like that moment just stood out to me. And I think another part that I really enjoyed that I also I said in my maid of honor speech was like, I got to spend time with her parents. Like her mm. mom was there, and I got to like spend time with her. I haven't seen her since I was twelve. And then I got to spend more time with the groom's parents. Mm. And I knew she was in good hands. His family is just really nice, super amazing. And also, Lindsay's an only child, and she's always dreamed about having a big family. Mm. Justin, the, the guy she's married, is a huge family, a lot of traditions. They're really cute, like, and they're also, like, third generation, so they're pretty fluent in English. Mm. So very warm and, like, kind of more Americanized, which mm. is, I think, she kind of likes. So that was great. Yeah, I think just, I think that that was the significant part of seeing her wedding. And 
I think what I felt really lucky for during that day is like since we we were driving around a couple of times because you know the reception was in Redwood City and then driving the thirty like thirty minutes to like the photo or to like the re- to the reception. I feel like I was actually transporting Lindsay the whole time. Mm-hmm. So instead of her riding with her her husband to be, she was riding with me. So it was just mm-hmm. me and her in the car, and I just felt like. To see this, like, really, like, kind of, like, childlike joy. She was, like, playing Aww. music. She was, like, singing along and very happy. She was eating Chick-fil-A on this towel in her <laughs> wedding dress. It just felt like I really enjoyed those intimate moments with her because yeah. these are moments I got to see her in between her biggest day. Yeah. You know, so I think I enjoyed those moments the most. I think as a friend, I was like, oh, that's, these are, like, this is what I'm here for. Like, yeah, making sure yeah. she feels happy and she's loved. I'm like, how are you feeling? She's like, I feel so great. I'm so happy. Aww. And, like, I was like, oh, this is really nice. Um... And then for the reception, it was, um, I mean, honestly, I don't, I blacked out during my speech. Oh. I, I thought it was okay. You know, you, you know, we are, I was like, I wish it could be a little bit better, but it was, I think she, I think they liked it. Did uh, you memorize it or did you read it? I had to read it. Dude. Yeah. I can, I was like shaking. I had all, like two different mics too. Cause they want one for like to record your voice and one to like, oh, oh my system. And then also on my phone, so I was like grabbing all these things looking really weird. Um, did you write or when did you write your speech? I wrote it that week when I got back. Because I just feel like I needed, I think we're so busy in May. I wanted time just like, okay, everything's out of my mind. I need to sit down and actually yeah. think about all this stuff. Yeah. And like, Well, I ask that because, yeah, in my speeches that I've given, I also find that um, it's kind of, it's a little overwhelming if you sit down and want to write it way in advance, yeah, yeah. right? So there's something about like, let the right words come to you in the moment or like in the, mm. somewhere in the busyness of the prep during the weekend. So yeah. I remember doing mine, yeah, like in between or overnight, like the night before, maybe the, the something dinner and then mm-hmm. refining it a little bit and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, that's a, that's, a, that's a good tip for the future if I ever am writing a speech. But I, I, I think it really helped just like have just my mind cleared. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so back to the reception. It was interesting. So in high school, Lindsay and I actually ran, into, ran with different groups like later on. So I saw a lot of familiar faces from high school that I haven't really seen, but like I wasn't really close with, but that was kind of nice. So overall, it was just nice to be back and to see just someone you grew up with get married and yeah. someone you talked about marriage and weddings and fantasized about for so mm. long. That, that was... The moment for me. I know you had um, a lot of uh, and like anticipation for how this day would turn out. Yeah, because it is a big day, and this is your first time being a maid of honor mm-hmm. and a bridesmaid. How was everything? Did everything play out as you had expected? Yes and no. I will say, okay, so I kind of anticipated to be more stressed out. Mm. And I know Helen was texting me. She's like, how are you feeling? Are you feeling caffeine? I was like, yeah, I'm like going to sleep at a decent hour. And so I think I just tried to, I made conscious choices knowing how I will behave if I didn't get certain things. Like, for example, like I knew like the night before, I was like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to drink. Like I, I'm going to be up at 6.30 tomorrow morning. I want to get a little bit, I know I don't function on certain amounts of hours of sleep. So I chose the quiet room to sleep. Mm-hmm. We divided the bedrooms from party room and quiet room. And I was like, and Lindsay's very like, Mel, do whatever you want. It's okay. Like, I want you to like, I don't care. So I went to the quiet room and I feel like, I mean, I didn't get the most hours of sleep. I got more than the other room. I got like three hours. So I was like, I knew, I know. And I knew like, I also had responsibilities the day of, like I had to make sure like her phone was taken care of. Like I was talking with the coordinator to make sure like all this stuff. So I was like, I can't be functioning on like three hours of sleep if I'm going to be like, I have responsibilities the next day. So that like, I think that Bent helped me and then coffee. I feel like the wedding day instead of like being stressed out like with my responsibilities like I kind of was for the for the bridal for the bachelorette I feel like I leaned into the moments like intimate moments mm. more like stay I chose to be in the room with the parents versus like you know every all the brides were like getting hectic getting dressed up and everything and I was like you know what? I want to just be in this room it feels calm like 
it's nice to get to know her future parents, yeah. you know, all these things. So, and I think honestly, seeing how happy Lindsay was, it's kind of like this is a day where you have to be completely selfless and really just kind of like be there for the bride and your, mm. and your good friend. And I think that's the mentality I lean into. It's like, this isn't my day. This is her day. She has to make sure she's like not thinking about anything, not stressed. And so I want to make sure she feels supported. And I'm like, I'm like, wow, like, I, I, this, is, this sounds weird. Like, I know I'm not like, I'm not a selfish person, but like, I think when you're sacrificing your own needs for someone, sometimes it could be kind of hard internally. Mm-hmm. But that day, I really wasn't even thinking about that. Mm-hmm. And I think that really helped. And I kind of leaned into more of my extroverted side, like getting, like, I was more social. And I was like, oh, wow, like, I'm having a good time. Just like, you know, shooting the shits with the, with the bridal party and having yeah. a good time. Usually when I'm just like, oh, I'm so tired. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't feel that, actually. Whoa. I was going to ask you that, actually, yeah. because Ms. Mel Mel, after like, by lunchtime, yeah. usually, and especially after some food, you're like food coma (laughs) i need a bed and that's usually like what 2 p.m yeah did that kick in it definitely kicked in when i got to the reception around five o'clock and i was sitting down i was like i'm tired oh no we know that face (laughs) but then afterwards i just chugged wine and i gave my speech and then i was ready to go again nice okay you know i just down some alcohol let's be real (laughs) not gonna lie i've thought about this for like mel it's like how's mel gonna be on the day of is she gonna be like out or (laughs) no honestly when you feel the adrenaline though it's just adrenaline kicks in yeah it's a different feeling and like because your emotions are running high too like you're crying and all this stuff so like you know also what was uh what stood out to me in your story is like it's it's a day to be selfless and for that person but you can only be selfless if you are somewhat prepared yourself for taking care of yourself right exactly. and the fact that you got more than three hours of sleep versus say the person who's going to overextend themselves because they think that you know to be there for that person there and then you can't be there for them the rest of the time yeah. so you made the active decision like let me like what do i need to do to take care of myself so that i can properly be selfless for her the next yeah. day right yeah i think that's what by default i end up doing i mean I, I think this experience like taught me also like okay like i can i can it's weird to say like i like i mentioned before like i don't want to be selfish but like i can exercise that i can be very like about someone else and not think about not not say not think about my needs but like it's crazy how when when your good friend is getting married, things just go out the like you're just completely there. Like yeah. it just yeah, it is what yeah, it is. Yeah. And like even when I knew I was tired, I was like, no, Mel, if you're tired, make sure you're like I was like I should pack a granola bar next time. Or, like I should eat something and like get just get going again. Mm-hmm. But that was a wedding. Well, congratulations on completing your first maid of honor yeah. bridesmaid yeah. duty. That, I feel like that's like a, a milestone in life. It is, yeah. yeah. And I remember, I'm just through this experience. I remember I've gotten like three or four texts from Mel randomly throughout, just like, like, hey, is this like, do you usually do this or like, does this usually come first? Or, yeah. Like, the gift giving, like, how does that usually work? <laughs> I know. I text because I know, like Janet mentioned that she's been advising so many times. I'm like, I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. So yeah. I just want to make sure, like, I like, I was like, do I get to give money? Do I give? Yeah. Money? <laughs> no, those are great questions, and these are things that I feel like usually you don't. Um, there isn't like a guidebook yeah. for, for, for say you know and it's yeah. different for each like depending on the culture and the bride and, and the bride mm-hmm. and the groom yeah. it's kind of like I think when you do a wedding like there's kind of like books like here for like, even when you like for the bride and groom it's like here are like a bunch of dresses or all this stuff like kind of you have a certain step where you have a planner brides and like is there a wedding is there a wedding planner yeah, for a yeah. like, <laughs> but I think I learned a lot and like yeah I just feel like I had a lot of fun. Like I was that's like, great. this is, this is a fun day. Yeah. It was a good day. That's exactly how it it should have, yeah. you know, yeah. played out. And I'm glad it, it played out really well too. Yeah, for you. yeah. Because I know it's like it's it is a lot to take on. It's a lot of responsibility. It's like you need to make sure that this person is having a good day, and you are responsible, kind of, for yeah. making sure that they have a good day, right? Yeah. Um, and you did that. Yeah. So good job, Mel. Mel. Thanks. Yeah. I know. I Proud was of like, you. thank you. I like texted Lindsay. I was like. Hope everything is okay. She's like, no, thank you so much for everything. And I was like, mm, okay. Yeah. I was like, I did my part. Yay. Yeah. Um, but yes, I was also back at home in the Bay. I do want to, um, Janet, you were saying earlier how like you felt so rejuvenated about the trip and like 
it's like all these things happen for you to feel like really good. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want to share like one experience I had up in the Bay. And so last year being quarantined, one thing I realized that makes me really happy is I love new experiences. And the day I got into the Bay, I actually chose to go up a little early just to spend time with friends. Cause I haven't seen some of my friends in a while. And I drove into the city the next day and I grabbed lunch with my friend Eric from high from middle school. And he's also an entrepreneur. He runs a video production company in SF like amazing and then I caught up with my other our friend Dookie who is like a culinary you know he's a chef who runs multiple restaurants and businesses and we decided randomly Dookie's like hey let's do a, like what do you want to do today I was like I don't know like I gotta do work but he's like let's do a food tour and I was like oh my god you speak in my language <laughs> and so Dookie like reserved like two restaurants for that night to like go eat and maybe get ice cream later and he's like yeah invite whoever you want and I was like what like okay like Sure. And so I invited my friend Eric, who's I mentioned earlier, my middle school friend, and then invited Sally, which you guys both know, who's like my college roommate. And Dookie only met Sally and Eric once, like before at a previous like gathering. So here we are at dinner, four people who honestly never have never in in our lives come together for dinner. Like it kind of like it's like kind of intimate. It's only four of us. But it was so much fun. Like, I feel like we just clicked. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, everyone's getting each other. Like, we're like throwing jokes. It was just so it was just funny. And like hearing about everyone like everyone's business or venture it just felt like we're on the same page and i was like i just felt like this is like good vibes literally all night long and like driving back home i was like man that's exactly like this is a type of thing that i love like unexpectedness of people coming together good food good conversation i was like oh like i I didn't i haven't had that in a long time you know and it's people i haven't seen like these are all different people that i'm really close with individually coming together and it kind of reminds me of like Helen, like, you remember when we went to Japan and Asia and it felt like these are people like they haven't never really knew each other, yeah, but we're going yeah. on vacation together. Mm-hmm. You don't know how it's going to be, but everyone just clicked, clicked so mm-hmm. well. Yeah. yeah. That's the feeling I got on oh. this dinner. And I was like, oh my God, I feel like alive. Mm-hmm. Like my extroverted side was like, this is like, it's like kind of telling me, no, you're an extrovert. Like mm-hmm. conversation does like, it does stimulate, it stimulates me. And I'm just like, I, I, and after that, I was like, I can't wait for things to open up. Just have more experiences. Just like even our friends going to dinner, like it's been so long. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just like wanted to share that because I was like, I feel so, I can't describe how good I feel. Aww. It's like really like, I feel so happy. Um, but yeah, I want to share that experience. And the last thing I could share real quickly is it was nice to see family. I didn't expect, I, I expected it to be more like a friend type of trip where I got to like do the wedding and see my friends. But I noticed little things that my mom does that I think is really cute like I had to catch up on reading because I wanted to like meet my goal of reading a book so I'll be in one living room and then my mom I see her just quietly come over to the room with me and just being her iPad she's like mm. being in the same Aww. room as me and then she'll start talking about stuff ask me about the wedding and so like it was just like these little intimate moments I'm just like oh like my mom like really like, likes being around me because yeah. I'm not home as much and like I was telling her like I was like mom my hair is so gross like it's just <laughs> so much shit in my hair I haven't washed my hair in a week She's like, let me go. I was like, I'll wash your hair. And I was like, mom, you know how gross my hair is? She's like, no, no, no. She's like, my mom's like, I wash my hair in the sink all the time. Because like, mm. she's like, I don't like, she's like, I don't want to save, save water. or don't want to use a shower. <laughs> I don't know. My mom's very like money conscious, I guess. But here she is like washing my hair in the sink. Aww. Like scrubbing my hair, making sure. And like, we're just joking around like, oh my God, if we were in Taiwan, we could get our hair washed. Like, LOL, this is what we're doing now. And like, I was telling her, I was like, I don't, I don't remember the last time you washed my hair. I think I was like, I was like five. So Aww. just like small moments, I feel like a child again with yeah, my mom. Yeah. It's so cute, gross yeah. and cute. I know. No, I, <laughs> a week. I know. I know, girl. And then, well, she wore she wore gloves because I told yeah. her <laughs> <laughs> she wore gloves. Um, and then I guess the last thing I, I'll share is like 
it is it's just nice to spend time with family like yeah. my brother and i have this routine or like our ritual is when we're together i always say hey do you want to watch an episode of running man together so we always watch an episode my parents like I, I know my mom likes it when we're all together in a room we could we could not be talking but she likes us to be in the same yeah. vicinity so my brother and i would just bring a laptop we go to my parents room and all of us would be on the bed together all four of us my dad would be reading his kung fu novel my mom would be like fanning herself because she's going through menopause <laughs> and like watching her chinese like drama and then my brother and i would just be like watching our korean like variety show so it was like nice so well, i think overall it's like a nice well-rounded kind of trip back home yeah, yeah. wow that sounds so nice yeah. like, okay. also very a very wholesome very like, wholesome right good trip yeah, yeah. yeah. i do want to go on vacation too though hearing yeah, janice yeah, yeah. i want to go do that stuff it, yeah yours is like a different type of just like relaxing you yeah. know getting to connect with family and close friends yeah yeah and this was the, I feel like this is also kind of the first post-COVID big, because you it was a wedding that you went yeah. to, right? the first kind of like big group public event. So being around people and like you were telling the story of like feeling like confirmation that you're an extrovert, meaning mm-hmm. you were starting to feel fed from yeah. like stuff around you that you haven't felt in over a year. Yeah. And yeah. I think that that is That's really true. important. Yeah. Yeah. Because when I think about these experiences, like I, I think back of like when, I, well, I'll, like it's like when else have I felt alive? It's just like I felt yeah. alive yeah. and yeah. like. There literally were moments where, like, I always think it's other random time when, like, I remember Helen was forcing, like, she's like, Mel, come to this K-barbecue thing with me. I was like, I don't really want to go. I'm tired. I'm lazy. I want to go home. But that night turned out to be so much fun. So I'm just, like, sometimes leaning into spontaneity. Yeah, which night was that? I don't remember. It was when, like, um I think Janet and Marty went home. She's like, because we were eating K-barbecue, like, the meat. I think Janet's like, nah. And you're like, and it was when Ginny boy from Malaysia was here. Oh, yeah. So it's just, like, people haven't seen in a while. Like, I was like, I don't know how the conversation's going to go. And yeah. then it was just a lot of fun. Yeah. It's like, I think because of COVID, a lot of people have social anxiety of mm. what these group settings are yes. going to be like. And, yeah. like, am I going to say something stupid? Yeah. Do I know how to talk to people exactly. anymore? And then you find yourself back in these situations and you're like, oh, I'm actually pretty fun you know yeah. <laughs> or it's, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah like or you enjoy these types of conversations and it doesn't have to be as like nerve-wracking yeah. as you build it up to be yeah, yeah i think that's exactly it when it comes to self-care and beauty i definitely spend more time on my hair The reason why is because as a child, I had really bad experiences at the salon, aka my mom would always make me get her haircut. You know, think 90s mom. I would feel so embarrassed at school, so when it was time to make my own decisions with my hair, I wanted the best quality. So yes, when it comes to my shampoos and conditioners, you best believe I'm selective, and I found quality with Function of Beauty. Function of Beauty is a world leader in fully customized hair care. They create your unique formula based on a short but thorough quiz to give your hair everything it needs to look and feel its best. I love seeing my customized bottle in the bathroom with my name, Mel, on it. It just makes shower time more special. With summer just around the corner, I selected perfection for my fragrance, and it's definitely perfect. Go to functionofbeauty.com abg to take your quiz and save 20% off on your first order. That applies to their full range of customized hair, skin, and body products. That's functionofbeauty.com abg to let them know you heard about it here and to get 20% off your first order. functionofbeauty.com abg. I have recently started going on mindful walks in the afternoons. These are walks where I intentionally focus on the present moment and use my core senses of sight, smell, touch, etc. versus being on my phone or wandering in my thoughts. This is a homework assignment from my therapist at BetterHelp, which I've been using for over a year now. They are such a great resource. They assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist whom you can start communicating with in under 48 hours. You can log into your account at any time and send a message to your counselor. 
Personally, I do better with scheduled sessions, so I meet with my counselor once a week over video. BetterHelp also makes it easy and free to change counselors if needed, which I had done a couple of times, not because the counselor didn't fit my needs, but simply because my goals for therapy changed over time and different counselors have been a better fit. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Asian Bosco listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash abg10. That's betterhelp.com slash abg10 for 10% off your first month. Picture this. It's around 2 p.m. and you're feeling that after lunch fatigue. You look around your desk and either reach for the iced latte with vanilla or that quote-unquote healthy snack bar that's not so secretly loaded with sugar. I'm guilty of both of these. However, I'm taking the small step to improve my day and to avoid the sugar crash by mixing some keto powder to my coffee and trying an HVMN keto food bar. HVMN, or Health Via Modern Nutrition, is a nutrition company that is results-driven for the modern lifestyle with less sugar than their competitors. Their products provide lifestyle and habit upgrades that help their customers become healthier and better versions of themselves. For example, I'm trying their keto variety pack bars, and they're intentionally made with less sugar, which means no crashing in the middle of the day. HVMN is a modern nutritional for modern lifestyles, and their new kits make it easy to embrace healthy living and quickly feel the difference. Right now, HVMN is offering our listeners an additional 10% off your first order when you go to hvmn.com slash abg. Embrace healthy living today. Go to hvmn.com slash abg for 10% off your first order. That's hvmn.com slash abg for 10% off. Um, but we all want to hear about Helen's home renovations. I know you've been really stacked with that. Like for almost what, two months now? Yeah. <laughs> so what's the update on that? I haven't had so much fun. I'm like living vicariously through <laughs> y'all. Like this sounds amazing. Um, so Philip and I, we, yes, we bought a house in early April. And I think we can probably have like a whole other episode on oh. just like house stuff and that process. If anyone out there listening right now is interested in that let us know. Um, but I feel like there's a lot of things that I, I didn't know about from just like the financial planning side of things before you buy a house to all the people that are involved in closing the deal to working with contractors and trying to get like a vision of a design of your house on paper or not even on mm-hmm. paper, just like making decisions on the spot. So I don't know, maybe we can save that conversation for another episode. You see, something, another huge, like, one of the hugest things happened in your life in the month of May. Yeah. Yes, yes. So there's been a lot of things going on. So, I mean, with the home renovations, basically what's happening is that we are like knee deep in renovations because my parents are going to be here in, I think by the time this episode airs, they're going to be here already. Yeah. So it's going to be my parents, my sister, my brother-in-law, and Tyler and Riley. So <gasps> six people coming in. And basically, I have this ridiculous deadline for myself to renovate my whole house in two months so that I can house them. And I do want to house them because if I don't, they would be living in my cousin's like basement. Um. And I'm just like, I need to get this house done in time. So that's the pressure that um, I have with the house stuff. But yes, we'll see by the time this episode comes out if... I have a livable space or they're in a basement. <laughs> um, but yes, so Philip and I got married. May what? 10th was our wedding day. That's a nice date. Yeah, 5, 10, 2, 1. Um, and we just did a getaway wedding with just us two. So this whole pandemic, we weren't able to book any appointments mm. online. So mm. the way that it worked was that all of the LA County like wedding locations were closed down. Mm. So even if you wanted to go to do like a civil ceremony at a courthouse, you couldn't do that. Mm. So there was only one office that was open and everything was virtual. 
So everything is done through not Zoom, but Microsoft Teams. Mm. And Whoa. yes. And so we finally found a date because this whole pandemic, we couldn't get a date. Like the, the website itself is super archaic. Um, and then we finally found one. And we're like, okay, May 10th. It's before our parents are here. Let's let's just get it done, right? Um, and we were trying to decide because this, this month of May has been so busy yeah. for so many people in the API community, which is amazing, right? Um, but it was super busy for us. And we were like, okay, should we just get on a Microsoft Teams thing and then commence to doing work afterwards? Like, should we just <laughs> sign online and yeah. then do work? Like another, the next meeting, oh, this one I'm getting married. Yeah, <laughs> like, what's the next meeting Go on your calendar? Yeah. Oh, I'm <laughs> getting married. It's so weird. It's so freaking weird. But um, we decided to take, it, I think that was on a Monday, so we, we said, okay, let's take a weekend and that Monday and uh, the Tuesday off um, and just go somewhere, just us two. So we ended up going to Joshua Tree, and it was just me and Philip, and we had um, our parents and our family join, just close family members, uh, and that was the first time they actually saw each other like on yeah. on a Zoom or in, yeah. they haven't met in person yet either. Mm. So that was the first time they really saw each other, and it was so cute. Like it's actually pretty funny. Philip's family they like dressed up and they had a a backyard like uh, celebration set up, and the kids he has a two nephews and a niece and they drew this like banner that said congratulations like auntie helen and uncle philip and they had a cake and and flowers and everything um and i was like oh y'all prepared you know and then i look at my family (laughs) and i'm like hey annie you dress up and then she said i sent you ladies a photo but she like sent me this photo of her like sweating exhausted she's like no <laughs> you tell me to dress up no uh, she was like get her pjs that has holes in it and i'm like oh god uh can you put on something a little bit nicer so um i mean at the end of the day it because they were all like together it didn't look too yeah. bad but they were just sitting on the couch and they put tyler in a like a bow tie or like, uh-huh. something a little bit more dressed up he, he was like more in front of the camera taking more of his face <laughs> yeah so it's like oh yeah my family dressed up too it was pretty funny because when we when you first sign on the first part of the process is to get your license done Mm. so it's like you're setting up two appointments your license and then your ceremony so for the license part it was just me and philip and we we signed on and we were like dressed up and we were so excited and we're like oh my god oh my god this is happening and then the fucking guy comes on he's like in a call center he has like his headset on he has a blurry background just trying to like not show all the mess that's Oh in his God. office space, you can hear all of the other weddings that are going on at the same time. Because <laughs> oh it's a call center. Yeah. And we're just like, oh, hi. And and it's so like unromantic at first. It like took away all of like the momentum and excitement yeah. that we had because they were basically like, okay, can you confirm your name, any name changes, your address, you know, all of this stuff. Um, and then it's like, can you pull out your credit card? <laughs> <laughs> what so we had to pay for the license and the mm. ceremony and it's like oh do you want to pay for an extra copy of your license <laughs> it's like all right dude sure um and so we did all of that and then he was like all right give me a moment i'll bring your families on they came on um and then he like disappeared for a little bit and we're like okay this is it he comes back and he's wearing like a robe and we're like do you just put on a robe? <laughs> He's like, yes. For this part of the ceremony, I try to be a little bit more official. I'm like, why don't you just keep it on the whole time? Yeah. You know, uh, you had to like take it on and off. You're doing like multiple of these a day. But I guess that was like the the special thing yeah. that he did for us. 
Um, and then we um, didn't write our, our vows yet because we do want to save it for when we have our bigger wedding with mm-hmm. our uh, all of our friends and family with us. So we said the ones, the, the standard ones. But even while we were saying those, it was it was very... Like, it felt very, very real yeah. in that moment where we're just looking into each other's eyes and holding each other's hands and knowing that our family was, like, watching us. And it was it was weird to say, like, I do, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. I do. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, and then it, it took, like, a whole five minutes. Um, and then it was it was done. And mm. we were like, oh, my gosh, I guess we're married. You may kiss the bride. <gasps> and then, you know, we kissed. My first kiss was, like, not that good. So I went in again for a second. Like, yes, that's the <laughs> Helen we know. <laughs> like, whatever, man. Family's watching. Let me, let me suck your face a little. <laughs> and then after that, he, like, just left. Congratulations. And then our families, we just, like, hung out. And we introduced everyone. Yeah. I was like, this is Annie. This is Ray. These are the kids. And, Aww. you know, Phyllis and Ben. Um, so it was a nice you know moment for the families to kind of just get to know mm-hmm. each other i mean yeah. it's tough because his family's in the bay and mine is in boston so yeah. there's never been a good time especially yeah, like yeah. thanksgiving christmas everyone wants to be in their own yeah. homes yeah. and all that um so the first time they're going to meet is when they all come here uh and we're gonna have a chinese tea ceremony so all the kids are going to be here sisters brothers um and parents and that's the first time they're gonna meet in person but well, that was the that was the wedding, and it, you know what? Afterwards, it it was like okay, this is it. And I think we were also just so um, busy this month that I didn't really have time to order a dress either. So I wanted, you know, I I was like, do I want to get a, another dress? Like I already have a dress yeah. for the big wedding, right? Do I want to get another dress? Hmm. Do, and I did get a dress, but it just and it was like a very luxurious and beautiful dress, but. At the end of the day, I was like, this doesn't make sense to have like, you know, Mm -hmm. and and each bride thinks a little bit differently, but um, I put it on and and I was kind of just like, this doesn't feel right Mm -hmm. because I already have my dress. This just feels like a dress that I ordered online Mm. and it's just like for the photos or something, right? So I ended up finding a dress in my closet that I'd never worn before that I had from high school and it's from Forever 21. And it still had its tag on. Oh, so wow. I think throughout every time I look at that dress, I'm like, oh, I don't like this. And I just didn't wear it. But then when I put it on this time, it just felt right for some yeah. reason. And I think it's because the top was very conservative, too, especially for if it was like in front of our parents. Mm-hmm. It was kind of lacy, long sleeve. Um, but if you look at the bottom. That's tight and short, huh? It was tight and short. <laughs> To Helen Fashion. We now. Yes. So, uh, family appropriate up top, party on the bottom. <laughs> that was my that was my wedding dress, and it just felt right that I yeah. I, I picked something that was yeah, that I liked. And I think I, I love the fact that it felt right. Yeah. yeah, that's the main thing. Yeah, yeah. So we kept it simple. I mean, we went to Stater Bros afterwards. I don't know if you guys know Stater Bros, but it's like a, like a grocery store. It's a grocery store. Yeah, and we got um, a little like tuxedo wedding cake from there but like $4.99 for a piece of cake and that was our wedding cake and then we got tipsy and just like pretended to have our first dance Um, and the the place in Joshua Tree our Airbnb was right like in the middle of a desert so it was completely empty Uh, and at night we were out on the hammock and skies were like completely clear and you could see like a billion stars in the sky it was so beautiful so quiet Um, and the weather was like perfect and we were just talking about like what do we want to do for our future and Aww. how many kids we want and all of this stuff. So it was a good, like, you know, dreaming about our future moment. Yeah. Um, 
and especially because everything's been so busy we're like we let's just try not to forget how like what actually matters which yeah. is like the moments that we are having right now right here and you know our future together so it was really it was really sweet yeah Aww. I love and that story to me that makes me think about it's like that was your moment to kind of like be re-inspired right because being in the craziness of May between the two of you on your personalized level and then on even working mm-hmm. on the house and all this kind of stuff like it is so easy to get caught in the mm-hmm. day-to-day with your nose yeah. to the grindstone right and then it's like you need these moments to pull back and be like well why are we doing all of this yeah. what is it for right um, so I'm so happy that you guys got that. That was, Aww, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know for me personally, I feel like there's something so much more meaningful and special about like your wedding or your marriage happening in that way. Mm-hmm. And you'll still have a celebration with friends, but like how rare is it that people can have that experience That's right? true. with That's just true. the two of you? Um, so yeah, oh, I, and we thought about that too, and we we're like, "Whoa, we saved so much money for like, doing this right now." For anyone out there who's like, you know, wanting to get a mortgage and a marriage, yeah, maybe think about you know how much your mortgage is going to be prior to thinking about yeah. your marriage, because actually, it's it, it is a little bit of a blessing in disguise because we are doing renovations, and that is it's it's expensive, mm-hmm. um, and you need to pay all that upfront, so. Think about that when you're doing, you know, when you're getting a house and if you're going to do renovations, you can't take, you can't really take a loan on, I guess you could, but it's better to just pay all that upfront. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I ask, did you, um, did you cry at all? We cried when we, I mean, I have the video so I can show you ladies later of when we were um, saying Fair our vows. like vows to each other, but we were tearing up and um that was when I think that was the moment when everyone and the, my, our moms were crying. Oh. Like they were tearing up so much, and my mom was like, "I was like, chill, mom." She was like <laughs> sobbing. You know, oh. she wasn't even just wiping away tears. She was sobbing in her pajamas. Oh. <laughs> and I think that was uh, it. Just felt like a very real and intimate yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel oh. uh, yeah because. Um, I mean, there's something about it that's probably even more intimate when they just see the two of you yeah. versus if your parents were there during the time of the ceremony and there's like all these other people, yeah. Yeah. would they have been able to fully feel it as mm. well, right? So, yeah. yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure they will still. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think just like in general, this past month has been, it's been one of the most difficult that I've ever faced. Yeah. Not in a, like the level of difficulty of what I'm doing, but just the sheer number of multitasking mm. and jumping from ABG to home renovations to the wedding to planning for the family arrival and just going from like one thought to the next to the next. And I think because of that, I've been feeling, and I think a lot of people have also been just feeling like a lot of stress mm. and feeling unmotivated and tired and I know for me, there were so many moments where I was like, I was like, I just want to go to sleep. And when I felt the need to, I I would. But um, I think it's also difficult because when you have so much going on, it's like, be thankful, right, for everything that is happening. Um, And when, for me, when I'm able to step out of the weeds of things and kind of look at, look at life and, you know, these are the adult steps that I've always wanted to get to in life. Hmm. Marriage, building a home with a partner that I, I love so, so much. And I think I've, I felt guilty for not always enjoying these mm. very monumental moments in mm. life, mm. but just feeling the stress. But I think something that I've 
I've learned or picked up in this process is that when I'm in a headspace like this and people say to me, well, just enjoy the process. To be honest, like I don't take that comment very well anymore because clearly when someone is going through something that is taking up a lot of mental bandwidth, it's like, well, duh, like I want to do that. You know, I want to enjoy the process. But when you zoom into what needs to go on for the for all of these things to get done, it's not that easy to be joyous all the time. And instead, the way that I've been thinking is, you know, find that balance between stressed and grateful. And if I can maintain an evenness of the two, I know I'm okay. And that's how I've been able to keep my mental state stable. And at the end of the day, I'm not someone who likes to operate on continued stress like this. I know some people do, and some people find it to be like a, almost like a token of value or, or worthiness for themselves. And I used to be like that, but I am so over that lifestyle, and I know that this is not something that will last forever. So that also gets me through the process yeah. that the stress is not going to last forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not trying to close this on a negative note, but I think it's also yeah. important to talk about the parts that are not just like the highlight reel mm-hmm. of what's yes. going on. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. No, I think I mean that's an amazing takeaway um, because I mean, yeah, Mel and I know. I mean, I think everyone's been busy, but we know like all the the stuff you're like balancing in your plate has mm-hmm. been insane the last like two months or so. Yeah. yeah. Um, and um, like I actually love hearing you say that like uh, you you maybe used to thrive off of kind of that type of like busyness and now you're like at a place where you're like uh, I don't really necessarily because mm-hmm. that's exactly I felt like I went through that same kind of like um, path or journey mm-hmm. where I used to love like there was like I thrived off of that stress yeah. and then I finally hit a place where I was like you know what I don't think that's naturally who I am <laughs> like when in life did I like why do I, why am I doing this and it's the questioning and so I think it's really important for people to hear that mm-hmm. um, so thank you for sharing oh, thank yeah. you for sharing that <laughs> Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's just like, and thank you, ladies, too, for, I mean, we've we've been taking this whole episode to just talk about, like, what's been going on, but, like, Mel and Janet have been literally my, like, rocks for keeping me afloat with ABG stuff, and I'm just like, ugh. And, and, and like, the rest of our team, too, yeah, has been yeah. so amazing and so, like, on top of things that... Like, I, I think I used to be very much, like, kind of micromanaging. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I was a person that answered all the emails or, like, filtered mm-hmm. through all the emails. And it was a lot to handle. And now I feel like I'm able to kind of just let that go. And that has, has given me, like, the space to actually focus on on these things, at least temporarily for the time being. So thank you, ladies, for, yeah. for doing that. Yeah. Of course. I actually want to echo that, too. I was thinking about this as I was, like, on the trip. Like, I was really able to check out. Like, I, I mean, or the moments I checked in, it was, like, on me. Like, yeah. I wanted to, like, add yeah. something, you know, or I wanted to listen to yeah. or review something. But did, was I needed? No. And that was a really good feeling. Mm. Because over the course of only a month, a month and a half, I feel like we've worked our operations to a point now where, like, every member of the team kind of knows how to do their thing. And they will mm-hmm. tap us when they need something. Mm-hmm. And that has been, I was like, wow, that's growth. Like, yeah. that's, that is a really big that's form true. of growth. And also, I want to say, yeah, there have been times when it's been really busy. And Mel, like, your energy sometimes on our, like, solo calls has been the savior for me. Because I think I think I can sometimes go into, like, work mode. And mm-hmm. I just, like, check, check it. Like, I need to get this done. I need to get this. And then sometimes when she just signs on, she's like, so, like. So, like, lunch? Yeah. <laughs> Remember one of me, you're like. So like, what do you do today? You want to go to lunch? I was like, yeah, we can go to lunch. And then, you know, do some work. You're like, yeah, like lunch. And I'm not, I'm not saying that as like, like you get your, sh- you work a lot and you get yeah. your shit done. But one, one thing I have picked up from Mel is I feel like you have a lot of fun while you work. Mm. And I struggle with that a lot. Maybe some of that has been the work environments I've been in mm. and just like natural personality. But like, I think when when ha- when this month has been the craziest crunch time for ABG, sometimes when we would have like, 
you know, like really stressful moments, like having someone sign on that has that energy. I was like, thank you for reminding yeah, me yeah. that this isn't like the world is not going to end. If you yeah. know, <laughs> no, I, appreciate, so. I appreciate that. I feel like it's funny. Cause like, I feel like I, there's so many moments in ABG and I'm just like, <gasps> like, I'm like so overwhelmed. I'm just like, like, I feel like I'm like gasping for any of us. Like, it's fine. It's, I feel yeah. like I learned from those moments when you guys were dealing with me to like when May was really busy. I'm like, all right, take a moment. It's fine. Like, yeah. it's okay to be a little stressed right now. I mean, it was, it's a, it was a busy month for us. It's yeah. something to acknowledge. But at the end of the day, I'm just like, I was like, this is like, the work we do is actually really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel very lucky to do the work we do and have, like Helen mentioned, to build a team that we have. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like so fortunate to have, you know, the girls on our team because like they're really they're they're young but they're also very like capable incredibly capable like yeah dude like the fact that we could be very like we don't have to worry about them which i'm just like that is honestly like as a manager as as, like a as a ceo like this is what what you want and they're also very invested in us too yeah Yeah. which i feel very fortunate you know so i think we've built up a really good team and i think like we were able to get through a really hectic month for all three of us and I'm going to say something like, the sky's the limit. (laughs) (laughs) Limitless. Yes. Yes. Shout out to Michelle, Steph, Ashley, Hemi, and Rachel. Y'all are amazing. Thank you so much. And Eric, too, for handling our, for being our friend, friend friendager. That's what he likes to call himself. (laughs) That's a hard word to say. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on this episode where we got to do a little bit of catch up on one of the busiest months uh, for ABG and also for us individually. I think we are at a group milestone with our company and also uh, for each of us individually. So excited to see how things pan out in the coming months. Yeah, I'm really, I'm very excited. And speaking of, you know, new things coming up, we just released uh, a new merch item that we never have done before Uh, we released a bff necklace and it says abg which is you know our acronym and i we gotten so many comments about the necklace janet uh, myself and helen have that we thought we'll make our own and we commissioned our really good friend jana to create it so this is created by an asian american woman so grab your necklace and grab one for your bff at asianbossgirl.myshopify.com If you don't already, please follow us on Spotify, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and review, and share this episode with your friends. You can also support us through monthly donations at anchor.fm slash asianbossgirl slash support, or get some merch at asianbossgirl.myshopify.com. If you resonate with today's episode, let us know in the comments of our IG post. If you'd like to put faces to our names, you can find us on YouTube where we share vlogs, an audience Q&A segment called GRBG, and much more. Our handle on both platforms is asianbossgirl. And we have a couple of birthday shoutouts to wrap today's episode. Michelle from Singapore wants to wish Chuang a happy birthday to the most amazing and inspiring Xu Ying. You inspire her so much in going forth with your dream and standing firm in what you believe in. Continue shining bright. In Scarborough, Toronto, Jamie wishes a very happy birthday to her favorite twins, Jennifer and Jessica. She is so grateful to have you two ABGs in her life, 15 years and counting. Can't wait to celebrate many more birthdays and milestones with you two. To Esther from Tiffany in Sacramento, California, happy birthday to us and cheers to 20 
26 beautiful years of growing together. She is so happy she got to see you when she came back home. And Mara from Seattle wants to wish a happy belated birthday to Jen Jen Kubert, whose birthday was on May 22nd. Happy birthday to her very favorite ABG and most wonderful friend. She loves you so much. Shayna in Honolulu, Hawaii is sending Caitlin, her sister from another mister, all the hugs and aloha to her and the whole firefighter squad in Idaho. You inspire her every day and she'll see you at home in a few short months. If you'd like to send a shout out to a friend, check out our link tree in our link in bio on Instagram and click on shout outs. If you'd like to send a shout out to a friend, check out our link tree in our link in bio and click on shout outs. And last but not least, thank you to our super talented editor, Michelle, for working all her magic on our episodes, including this one. And thank you everyone for tuning in. We will catch you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.